You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome to The Food Code. Today is a live training that we did inside of our Fit Mom Facebook group. Every Wednesday, we do free trainings there and bring on special guests to cover a variety of nutrition education topics. And this training is all about menopause with Miss Courtney Bear. So please check the show notes, join the Facebook group, check out Courtney and connect with her, especially if you are in perimenopause or menopause. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and enjoy. All right, ladies, hello and welcome to another Wine Wednesday. We are super excited to be joined by um, our guest, Courtney Bear, um, today, who's going to be talking and doing um, a training on menopause. And I know so many of you women have commented and dropped questions, which has been amazing. So we are really, really excited as she's kind of the menopause expert. So if you're new to the Fit Bomb group, my name is Liz Roman. Um, I am the co-owner of Lifestyle Nutrition with Becca Chilzenkowski, um, who is also here on, and we do live trainings every Wednesday night with a glass of wine at 7 p.m. Central Time. So we are happy that you are all here. Um, let us know in the comments that you are here, that you're watching. Tell us where you're joining in from. So I know Ms. Courtney is from Tucson, Arizona, and her Facebook group, if you're interested in joining, that free group is called uh, Menopause Macros, and we're going to be dropping a lot of her links in the show notes as well. At any point in time throughout, um, if you are interested in connecting with her, just uh, drop in the comments Menopause Macros so we can make sure we connect you with Courtney um, after this training. And then what we would ask for the intent of time is that you hold your questions. Uh, we are going to do a Q&A at the end. I'll be watching and keeping tabs, um, but we will open it up for a Q&A at the end. But we want to let Miss Courtney go through everything. So welcome, Courtney. Thank you so much for being here with our Fit Mom community. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I started 75 hard on Monday, so there will be no wine for me. But that's awesome. I should have grabbed some sparkling water so I could have at least faked it till I made it. But um, <laughs> yeah, thank you guys for having me so much. We have some similar coaching styles and we also have some similar mentors in our background. So anything that I say pretty much goes along on top of what Liz and Becca have already talked about with like lifestyle and street sleep and stress and all that. But specifically, I'll tell you my story about what happened with me. I had a nice long career in emergency management, first responder out there in the field doing the thing, very stressful job. Um, I thrived on stress. Stress was my, I considered a badge of honor. The more stressful the situation, the higher the adrenaline, the better I was. Um, long about 45, I have a couple of kids, um, really stressful career. Um, my doctor tells me, hey, we gotta take out your IUD because I had my last child at 40 and the time was coming. 46. I've got to get that IUD out. And um, I'm like, okay, fine. It wouldn't come out. I had to have surgery, um, got it removed. And all of a sudden my life turned upside down and I had no idea why just that little bit of progesterone left in that um, Marina that I had 
was easing me along through life. And all of a sudden I got slammed into perimenopause and I had no idea what it was, what happened. Um, I would walk into work, sit down and cry. My boss would look at me, I would cry. I would be out on a hazmat call, I would cry. I just, I would, I would get into fits of rage. I was not sleeping. Um, I just started to freaking fall apart. I gained 35 pounds. Um, and the care was one day I was driving through town and um, I had to pull over because I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing, had no idea. To this day, never really had figured out why I drove 22 miles into town and I was sitting there. And so I called the doctor and um, found out a lot of things. I had um, very wonky thyroid hormones. I had, and um, he, the, then he said, you should go talk to your GYN because he has to deal with your you're probably in perimenopause. I'm like, what? Perimenopause? I thought you don't hit menopause till 51. And that's the bad part. Not really. So um, long story short, I go to two different doctors. I get medicated for both. Um, my life starts to ease up. I find macros. I start pulling stress out of my life. I start losing weight. And I start asking my coach, why is this happening? And they would not tell me. They could not tell me. So I sought education. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so cool. I want to teach other people how to do this. And that's kind of how I became coach. And at that point in my life, I also realized I needed to take that stress of workout. So I got rid of that stress and started a whole nother stressor by starting my own business. So I've been coaching for about two years now. And my forte is I want to catch women in the 40 to 45 range before you hit the wall. Um, and at least so you know what's coming. So first of all, what you need to know it's not a disease. Um, it's not something to treat and hide from and run away from, and you're all going to get it. You're all going to have it. Hopefully you'll have it normally. You can experience it like a little flight of butterflies and have nothing happen, or it can be like it was to me. And it was a complete and utter crap storm. Um, so it's different experience for everybody. But what a lot of people don't understand is like, oh, let's talk about menopause. Let's talk about menopause. Menopause is cake. It is straight hormones, um, the crazy wonky stuff's gone, uh, things level out, you're a lot more confident in your life and everything that's going on and you lose that emo emotional roller coaster and you're usually able to get your nutrition and everything back into um, focus. Perimenopause is the thing that y'all need to be afraid of and nobody warned you about it, nobody warned me. Um, both my mom and my stepmom had hysterectomies younger so they didn't tell me anything about it. There was no internet resources for it. My doctor's like, just take these bioidentical hormones and, and off I go. So over time, I've learned that, you know, that's not the way we need to go. You can get menopause. I know somebody asked the other day, why am I experiencing it earlier? Well, true menopause is all it is, is your body's shut off your fertility function. And you've gone 12 months completely without a menses or out of period. Um, before that, five to six years on average is when you experience perimenopause. Um, some people can experience it as long as 10 years, starting in their late 30s or early 40s, and some people get it maybe three months, and then they they stop periods and they go a year. So it can be a different experience for everyone. Um, you can look to your mom on and your paternal and, and maternal grandparent grandmothers, and if they had early menopause, you probably are going to have it too. Um, and uh, you'll know it when you get it. Uh, there's a couple of ways to tell. There's no definitive test, unfortunately. 
you can go in and on your second or third day of your period, get um, a blood work done. And if your follicle stimulating hormone that tells your body it's time to start prepping an egg, if that happens, if your FSH is really high, that's an indicator, but it's not definitive. It could be a number of other things. But usually the way people tell if they're in perimenopause is the symptoms. You just don't feel like yourself. You, your boobs hurt all day long, like they did when they were, you were pregnant. Um, you don't sleep right. You're snippy. You want to, you look at your kids and your partner like they're aliens and they don't belong there. You hate everybody and everything. You feel the need to come home at night after work and you have to have a drink or a couple um, and things like that. So you'll, you'll kind of feel like there's a shift in your life. You're just not handling stress the way you could, the way you used to. And all it is, is the fluctuating hormones. And basically what happens is you produce a certain amount of follicles. You have them in your ovaries every month, like six to 12 follicles are released. And as they travel down, um, the hormones start kicking in and one dominant follicles change. You ovulate on day 14, your progesterone and your estrogen come up and you run through a nice cycle. The problem is with you, you start to have shorter periods. Uh, that's another indicator. Like if you're usually 28 days and all of a sudden you slip down into 21 day period cycles, you're probably entering that phase. And what happens is there's just not a big push of progesterone in that second part of your cycle. And so your cycle shortens up because of it. You don't get that nice calming effect of it. And um, your estrogen starts to be out of control because it tries to overtake other things going on. So those follicles will be produced. Maybe not dominant one has changed and you won't ovulate. That's an, 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 I can never say it, an, an elevatory cycle. Um, and so the hormones won't be there. The progesterone won't come up. The estrogen may spike to try to make up for the difference on the other end. Your luteinizing hormone will shoot up. All these just crazy things start happening. And different symptoms are indicative of what's going on with you. And the problem is it's not just like estrogen drops and that's it. It goes crazy. So estrogen will try to, will shoot up trying to compensate and cause you to have the breast pain, the sleeplessness, the irritability, all that stuff that you would normally feel kind of like PMSing, but sometimes it can just change on a dime and then you'll have estrogen lows. And your progesterone is a very calming hormone and when it starts to drop and when you start to make less and less over time as you age, you lose that protective um, calming capability of, of it. Other things that can happen is, besides your sex hormones, your adrenals, your cortisol, your insulin, your um, thyroid hormones, all those are intertwined. So it's very common, like me, to come up hypothyroid in the middle of menopause, um, which can add to that weight gain issue. Um, and then cortisol, with your stress, you become less and less likely to handle it. Uh, the cortisol spikes can also lead you to have even wonkier estrogen. So it's just kind of a shitstorm, really, of things that can happen. And um, you can have aggregating, aggregating aggravating factors. Um, for me, underlying autoimmune issues, I'm sure I've heard you guys talk about that and I know you're going to do some future podcasts on it. Um, also, if you have any underlying autoimmune conditions, you need to deal with them before you hit this stage so they don't get amplified because they will. If you have thyroid, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, if you have any um, digestive dysbiosis, anything like that, take care of it ahead of time. You need it. Um, if you're overweight, 
if you have genetic things like the MTHF, I always get that, the, the, the gene snips that can lead to like PCOS or any of that issues, or if you have a history of PCOS, you're probably going to have a rougher time. So a lot of those are going to be aggravating. And then the stuff that Liz and Beth can talk to you about all the time, if you don't have a good sleep hygiene, if you don't take care of your stress, if you don't move, if you eat a crap diet, it just is going to compound. So the first thing that you have to do is get that stuff in order 100% before you ever look at any supplementation or drugs. I didn't know that. I went straight onto the drugs. I'll admit I'm still on bioidentical hormones today. Um, I've thought about weaning myself off of them, but for now it works for me. I'm healthy. I'm happy. Um, but that's everybody's choice. I have clients that are like no intervention, no nothing, um, all the way up to, to doing stuff like that. But if you have like a, any of those aggregating factors are going to, are going to cause problems. You, um, there's a couple of ways that traditional medicine approaches it. Um, I have a couple of resources linked on my website. I like, I'm an avid reader of books. I've read about six on menopause. There's three that I kind of go to and I link, I link them in there, but um, there are sources that just tell you, oh, hey, doctors will tell you, you're just on birth control. Oh, you've got a Mirena. Let's just put another IUD in and you can ride it out until your periods stop. Oh, you can just stay on the pill. Well, that's a choice, but it, for so many reasons, it's probably maybe not the best choice, but it's your body. You want to ride it out that way. Just know what that's going to do. Those are synthetic hormones, um, but it's an option and you only want to stay on those through Perry. Um, I don't know if I would have known at the time they did give me the option of giving another IUD, even when I was like 45, 46, I don't know if I would have done it, but anyway so yeah you've got it the things you need to do about it you can address it supplemental i'm not going to recommend supplements to you guys because here's why are you having fluctuating estrogen are you having high estrogen are you having low estrogen do you have no progesterone do you have plenty of progesterone is your cortisol high is your cortisol low it depends so people go what's the best supplement i know somebody asked that in the facebook group what's the best supplement for me to take can't tell you that i would need to talk to you individually and you would need to find out from your doctor if they think that's okay because things have different effects um but there are things out there and a lot of these resources that you can find i have a couple of good books that i recommend she goes through what all the options are um the the period repair manual uh by i think it's laura bryden um the hormone cure by sarah godfried is another good one there's a menopause book that's really good for question and answers. Um, I've got them linked on my webpage, but they're good resources to have. Um, even if you just go check them out from the library and skim through them and take notes. Um, I spend a lot of time going through that stuff and trying to build my, my content and my coaching around some of the things I get there and it's trial and experiment to find out what works with you because you're an individual. So everything's going to be different, but the bottom line, it's that diet, movement, stress reduction, sleep, just all those lifestyle factors, making sure you're recovering, everything like that. And in the big pyramid of things, a lot of times we start with nutrition at the bottom of the pyramid for perimenopausal women. I always start with stress because it's a hundred percent the number one killer that's going to cause 
a lot of your symptoms. And if you don't get it under control, you taking any supplement in the world ain't going to help yet. So, um, I was going to say, um, somebody had asked about strength loss and strength gain. Um, one of the things that happens as we age is protein metabolism. We aren't as able to metabolize protein. Uh, so we need to increase it a little bit and make sure we're absorbing it, uh, adequately. So that can help present, prevent some of the muscle and the strength loss. If you're not eating adequate, we know what happens. Our bodies go after our proteins to make amino acids to build other structures. So protein is still one of those high and even more important as we age. Um, you can kind of get away with it when you're younger sometimes, but it's, it's another thing nutritionally was one of the first things we covered. Um, the other thing I would note is working with doctors. Um, I recommend a good naturopath for this because there's two things that can happen. If they can look at the, they'll cover the conventional medicine side. So if you need thyroid meds, they can cover that. And then they can also cover your hormonal needs. If you want to go down that supplement or even down the hormone replacement, and they're much more likely to help you with that. Um, whereas traditional doctors, traditional medicine, I have to go, well, had, I finally switched over to naturopath. I still go to my OBG, my GYN cause I love him, but I do all my GYN and I did my hormones through him. And then I had to go do my thyroid with my regular doctor. And when they clashed and when they were causing me problems, they each of those doctors pointed at the other one and blamed the other one. So you need to watch out for that cycle. It's something to do. If you just go to your regular doctor and talk to him, he may not be knowledgeable enough to help you. And if you just go to your OBGYN, um, he may just want you to go deal with it somewhere else. So you never know. So it just depends. It depends on the doctor a lot too. But a lot of times if you get some alternative or com um, complementary medicine, naturopathic, things like that, they can help you. Um, also, your, somebody had asked about strength gains and losses. Your Again, with that protein, you're naturally going to lose muscle over time, but it doesn't mean you have to be, you have to give it up. Okay. Not going to lie here. This girl is on the juice. I have, I take bioidentical hormones, which bioidentical means the estrogen exactly matches the molecule of estrogen. The progesterone actually molecule that matches it. It's not a synthetic with um, patented by a drug company like you get in a birth control pill. Um, I'm on progesterone, estrogen, and I have a little bit of testosterone. The tea makes a big, we didn't talk about that before, but you naturally make testosterone. And just like males, we lose it, lose it over time. We may not be in the hundreds. We're down in the, the, the teens and twenties, but we need to keep that testosterone to keep our sex drive alive. And we need the estrogen to keep um, lubrication down there and all that working. Um, but that a little bit of tea will help you keep your strength and your energy and balance all that out. So if, if that's something you consider, that's something to talk to your doc doctor about. It works for me. I have some friends that have been on tea since they were in their thirties, which I didn't even know was an option, but um, you just got to watch out for the chin hairs and all that stuff. Then you're, then you're taking too much, but um, so there's also increased risk if you go down any of those therapies like that. Um, there was this women's health initiative study, and you'll see one of the books I recommend. They go back to the women's health initiative study that was done back in the 70s and 80s. And they say any supplemental hormonal stuff is going to lead to breast cancer and this and that and that. Well, they were, it was a very biased study, and it was done on synthetic hormones. 
So there's other options out there and you just need to be educated on what the options are and what the risks are. Am I taking some risk? Maybe, but the benefit I get from that, I don't know if I'm willing to give it up. We'll see. But uh, so I always tell people I'm on the juice. I can't do any CrossFit. They won't let me do any CrossFit competitions because they say I'll pop on my test. But I always laugh. But um, so, yeah, that's the difference between there. Let's see some. I got some specific questions from people. Oh, belly fat. <laughs> middle weight gain. So middle weight gain is part of that storm, right? So all of a sudden you're like, where is this coming from? And I think somebody had said that they can't lose it. Like they can lose it everywhere else. It'll come off their thighs and butts. My clients, I can usually tell when we're heading the right direction, that we lose back fat first. Um, whereas a younger gal might lose belly fat first. But when you're perimenopausal and into that, we usually use back fat first because your body, your fat cells in your stomach have a higher level of cortisol receptors. So again, with the stress, if you're super stressed out, you're going to hold on to that body fat in your belly and no amount of sit-ups, no amount of crunches, no amount of those horrible toes to bar or whatever crap we do is going to, is going to make that go away. The only way to get that middle weight gain gone is proper energy balance and taking care of your cortisol bottom line. And again, it's back to stress. Um, somebody asked, Oh, cost, we covered the protein. What can you do about it? Well, a lot of things. You need to make sure you're not killing yourself with exercise. Part of what happened with me is I over-exercised. Um, when that weight started coming on, I had been crossfitting since I was 42. <clears throat> so I started going twice a day, like, in, like not doing strength and then a wad. I was doing a wad and a wad. Um, twice a day, going before work, after work. Sometimes I was working 12-hour days. Kids, don't care. Got to get this weight off. What do you think happened? I didn't know any better. I freaking hit the cortisol wall with that too. So you need to moderate your exercise. You need to make sure you're balancing those fight or flight exercises with the parasympathetic, you know, rest and digest exercises. It's very critical. Um, I make my gals that have avidly CrossFit six, seven days a week. I'm like, we're going to CrossFit three days a week and we're going to do yoga and stretching three days a week. And you can walk, but no, don't run. And it is the hardest thing for us to give up, but it'll reap benefits because you want to drive that cortisol back down. Um, caffeine spikes cortisol, alcohol. It's not um, meant to be a stress reducer. Um, if you're coming home, I get clients that say, I can't go to sleep until I've had two glasses of wine. That's utter incomplete bullshit and you are not sleeping better for it. Um, sugar, excess sugar doesn't mean you can't have sugar, but moderate it. Um, you're, we're just so much more sensitive to some of that stuff at this age and then up your fiber. I get people coming in eating six grams of fiber a day, freaking eat some damn vegetables. So I recommend like Travis says, one of our coaches, the three, three, and three, three leafy greens, three cruciferous and three rainbows. Um, and it just try to get in. I've got one client who probably eats a pound of vegetables every day. They've lost 25 pounds, they're off statins, they're off all these meds and living a great life right now. I don't know that I could eat that much vegetable though. But um, dark chocolate, yes. Get the good high cocoa cow dark chocolate. It's got a little something in there for you. Um, get your blood sugar issues under control. If you have blood sugar issues, it's one of those underlying conditions that's gonna send you through the roof. 
um, get a massage. Um, I get a massage once a month. I, I swear by it. Track, um, track your heart rate variability. I do not do anything if my heart rate variability tracker tells me that I am in no condition to be doing a heavy workout or doing anything crazy. I listen to it because, and that's made a big difference in my recovery and my stress. Um, forgive yourself, forgive others. Um, this is a time of life where you, when estrogen is high, when we're younger, it's to make us protective. It's to make us breed and care for people. As you ease into menopause and your estrogen drops, you start having a lot less F's to give and in a good way. Um, I still love my family, but I don't fret about everything they do. I don't worry about crap I cannot control. And one of the nice things when your estrogen levels out after perimenopause flare up, you, you, you enter that time of life. It really is a great time and you shouldn't be scared of it. Be scared of perimenopause, but do what you can to get through it. But don't be scared of the other side because it's awesome. I've been in it for three years now and love it. Um, and then, you know, there's lots of things besides nutrition, you know, but B vitamins, C vitamins, vitamin E, you can making sure you're getting that rainbow of vegetables in. That would be, that's a lot I wanted to cover. I know I'm missing something, but I'm sure somebody will ask us in the, uh, in the, uh, in the question and answer. So I went pretty fast, but that was, that's okay. I think that lots of information in a short amount of time is totally okay. Um, Cause then it's like speed learning. Um, so, <laughs> Sorry, I do go fast. It's okay. I loved it. Um, and you know what else I love is I love the tough love because sometimes we just need it. Um, and I love your thoughts on things. And this is why we wanted to have you because obviously we completely agree with a lot that you're talking about. Um, this is why Liz and I created Metabolic Prehab. This is why Liz and I do what we do. Uh, we are so about getting away from chronic stress on your body, whether it is from overtraining, which Courtney, I know we haven't ton talked a ton, you know, Liz a little bit better. I drove my body into the ground competing in CrossFit. I, I listened to the first couple of your podcasts. I was like, oh yeah, she's one of those. <laughs> yeah. um, and it, you know, your body keeps up for a little while. Your body, you can, you can run on cortisol for yeah. a tiny bit, um, but it tanks at some point. And the tank feeling isn't so great. So Liz and I, you know, Liz has a different story, but we both have been there. Um, and it's why we created Metabolic Prehab because we want people to feel what health feels like again. And mm -hmm. I think so many people are living in this stress state and maybe not even realizing it. Um, not realizing that eating too little is a stressful thing. Eating processed too much processed foods is a stressful thing. Working out too much is a stressful thing. Um, and the point of metabolic prehab is about reducing stress on the body, reducing stress also in terms of like your relationship with food and your relationship with yourself. Um, our body yeah. can sense the guilt we feel around eating certain foods and, you know, the guilt we feel for not being with our kids 24 seven and having to work too, and all of these things. And so we work also on eating four cups of vegetables a day for, throughout certain weeks of the metabolic rehab. So it aligns so much. Um, and ladies, if you are watching and you don't know what I'm talking with metabolic prehab um liz and i would love to talk through it with you type me in the comments and we can schedule a call to talk through it with you but it's the main reason that we set it up is because we saw so many people in this stressed out state and i see it with my menopause clients 
you know, I've, I've talked to many people that have gone through menopause that are relatively low stress individuals, and it doesn't seem to impact them quite as much as people that are constant high stress people that have stressful jobs, that have, you know, put stress on themselves by feeling a certain way about how they look. Um, and it, it transfers more than I think we sometimes realize. And I think sometimes want to admit and accept, um, which is fair. You know, I denied for so long that I was in this place of constant stress. So I love that what you talked about was what you included because we are so aligned with it. Um, and I knew we would be because you're, you know, you're the real deal. You know what you're talking about. Um, so like I said, I'm a survivor. <laughs> exactly. Which is why we wanted to bring you on. Liz and I, you know, we know a lot of stuff, but I am not going to claim to sympathize or understand what going through menopause is like. Um, like we talked about offline, I went through postpartum. It was pretty horrible. Yeah. Um, for me at least. And so I, I think that it's similar, but I can't, I can't relate. Um, and we wanted someone on here that one, not only was an expert in this, but two can relate because we have not been through it. So um, for those of you that like Courtney was talking in the beginning, menopausemacros.com, we'll link it out. She has a ton of stuff in there in terms of information. You can get on her mailing list where I'm sure she posts tons of good stuff, um, more information. But I think we have a couple of more individual questions um, okay. that are around uh, kind of like specific symptoms. So hot flashes being one that got brought up. Um, asked, okay. She's been having hot flashes on and off for about six years. Um, she tried taking estrogen to control them. It only helped slightly, so she went off of it. Is there a more holistic approach other than just taking um, artificial estrogen? So, you, you know, everybody's experience is different and everybody has to find what they need. Um, I know some people that have taken vitamin E and had that help, like high doses of vitamin E. I know people that swear by maca. It didn't do crap for me. Um, so you kind of just have to, one at a time, find something, try it, and see what it does for you. Um, I will admit, even on the bioidentical and on some supplementation, I still get hot flushes every now and then, but not not debilitating like the red faced, um, you know, draining off of you in a meeting kind of thing. But yeah, it's 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 that it's the fluctuating estrogen, and and then it some people carry on with them the rest of their lives. My grandma had them. She, I remember her talking about them when she was in her nineties. She still had them, so there's a little bit of a mystery around why they happen and there's some argumentation about what arguments about what should be done or could be done but i would say experiment if estrogen didn't work for you hopefully they gave you estrogen and progesterone um progesterone with it uh, because it you need the progesterone is the calming to balance it out so having both of those is more helpful Okay, I think we had another question around, sorry, I opened up a, a web page to look at a comment and it's totally started overplaying and I tried to mute as fast as possible. Um, another question around elaborating a little bit on what you think, and I know this is gonna be like our favorite response, it depends, um, but what you think on what is that, what exactly is too much exercise slash jogging if in menopause? Oh my God, that is so 100% based on you and your stress level. If you really, I would say I have clients that I have not been able to convince them until they got an aura ring or an actual finger heart rate variability um, device. I use a finger one every morning, I track myself with that. I can tell when I'm getting sick. I can tell when I'm ready to go. I can tell when I'm not, when 
that is like the best indicator of actual scientific because and and when the what's just my body right so like i'll never forget my dermatologist told me because i ain't gonna lie i get a little botox right here because that i don't want to be all angry at everybody all the time but um i remember telling her that i ran a marathon when i was 37 and she goes you need to stop running you're gonna break all the collagen in your face and your face is gonna fall off and i'm like what oh my god so who knows so is running but does running make me feel good yeah so if running makes me feel good and it's not killing me i'm gonna do it so use scientific data do what you're comfortable with um different can people can handle different loads even at different ages you know that we have 28 year olds that can handle some things and other 28 year olds that are similar to them and they can't handle it so it's, it depends I, uh, and I want to just tab, tab on to what you were talking about with the aura, aura ring and like whoop and heart rate variability monitors. Ladies, if you have low heart rate variability, meaning you do not see swings in your heart rate, that means you are like to be very stressed. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you want changes in your heart rate because that means, yes, we can get into a stress state, but we can also relax and we can chill out. Um, so it's, you want it's kind the of a, inverse. It's the inverse. So the measurement mm -hmm. looks funny. But you want your heart rate variability on the scale of whatever measurement it is to be high. The higher your heart rate variability, the better you are. It's kind of a misnomer the way it's labeled. Yes. But I totally, I mean, like, that's what I meant with what I was yeah, saying, but I think you probably stated it a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, but you don't have, I mean, it is, it's better than, it's not your heart rate, it's your heart rate variability that can tell. And I've taken a whole cert on it and it can tell, I can tell when you're sick. I can tell anything from it, you know, a client will call me and go, I don't know why I just dropped down 20 points. And I'm like, cause you're getting a cold or something. And they're like two days later, they get a cold. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Someone else asked, what if I can't take hormone replacement? If you can't take hormone replacement, you don't have to, it's not a thing. There's people that don't want to, there's people that can't, um, especially, there are some people that, you know, if you've gone through uh, uh, induced menopause, like from radiation or from cancer treatments and things like that, you're probably not going to have that option. Um, you don't have to feel guilty about it. You just have to really focus on the fruits and vegetables, the good nutrition and the stress reduction and do everything you can there. And then look at supplementation based on what your specific symptoms are, right? So you can get books like like this gal, this book right here. Oops, nope, this is the one. This is the one that just tells you to stay on birth control. Don't do that. Um, but this gal, Hormone Cure, uh, Sarah Gottfried. This is one of the best because she'll go through symptoms of high, symptoms of low, what kind of supplements were for that. Um, and then I'm sure you guys, I've heard you actually talk about this book, I think before period repair manual, same thing, women of any age, if you're in, if no matter what age you are, get this book, it's like a Bible. I've bought like 15 of these and given them to clients. Like I should get, I finally got it on an Amazon associates because it was like, I was just going to say that the period repair <laughs> manual, I have so many notes in it. It is yeah. the Bible of all periods and, you know, understanding the whys behind what she's having you do, which we appreciate so much, yeah. right? As we look at nutrition education. Um, and so I want to be cognizant of time. It is 735. We have a couple more questions here that I saw come through the comments. Um, one of the ladies 
and you might have joined uh, a little bit later into this, um, but you were asking metabolism and how do I get it going again? So a lot of what we were talking about in the beginning of this was stress reduction and eating adequately um, for your lifestyle and your goals. And when we're in a very large calorie deficit, based upon what you follow in the tabloids and the diet culture, the thousand calories, 1200 calories, here I'm gonna go into menopause, so I should just keep you know, reducing my calories and try to go to the gym. As Courtney was mentioning, you know, going to CrossFit two times a day, your cortisol is extremely high, and therefore we've got to give the body the signals um, that you're not in a state of famine and you're not in this chronic stress state of fight or flight. And so that's what we were talking about with uh, metabolic prehab. I will speak to you specifically for the person that asked that. I think her name is Amy. Um, we can get on a call if you wanna talk through that program. Um, it is about how to bring back your metabolism and restore homeostasis. but. Courtney's message here, just to hammer it home for everybody who might have missed the beginning of this, she talked about stress reduction being more important than necessarily, you know, macros or calories. And she talked about protein and vegetables being adequate, um, you know, and fiber and all of those things. And so we will direct you again to her website after this. Um, we'll also, you know, link out some of the podcasts that you can listen to that we've done about all of this stuff. Um, but I just wanted to clarify that. So Courtney, we've got two more questions that came through. Um, one of them says, when I go off of estrogen, I cannot sleep, I cannot focus, my memory sucks, and my mind is jumbled. What can I do? Stay on estrogen. Do you absolutely have, absolutely, you can, you can throttle it back. So I have throttled back. Um, I've just, I get it compounded at a pharmacy. So I've just had him throttle it back a little bit at a time, just like I've done with my thyroid medicine. I wouldn't go off a of cold turkey and even um, Laura Bryden, she recommends you don't stop at cold turkey. Um, it's just too much of a shocker to your system and it's just going to throw you into perimenopause again because you've kind of just, you kind of just need to level it off. And I will add to Liz on um, the metabolism thing, movement, we our metabolism, and I'm sure it covers in your metabolic prehab, but our metabolism naturally drops as we age, right? And unfortunately, when we start eating less, you know, we start moving less and you have to fight that. One of the things I make all my clients do is 10K a day. You got to do 10,000 meters on the rower, nice and slow. <laughs> you got to walk 10,000. As soon as I get done with you guys, I'm outside and I've got to go walk probably about two and a half yep. miles. Yep. Um, so but, many of our ladies that are listening right now that are in metabolic prehab, they're probably outside walking because 10K a day. Yeah. 20, yeah. 25 minute walk. It's non-stressful movement. I think that's what we have to hammer yes. home here. Yeah. Non-stressful movement. It's not the CrossFit. It's not the high intensity. It's not the, you know, laying on the floor and you're not able to recover for two days, sit on the toilet because you're so sore, you know, from this intense workout that you did because you think you're going to burn hundred or 200 more calories. It is your daily functions. And we just recorded a podcast that's coming out uh, Friday talking a lot about the fact that when we reduce calories and because we think that's the answer and it's no one's fault by any means, I want to make sure that everyone here understands too. We have been there. We have all gone through this process because we were uneducated um, at the time and we were going through um, the process with other meal plans or other coaches or following my fitness power recommendations, you know, other diets, right? Like Weight Watchers, things like that. And when we eat less, 
we naturally subconsciously move less. And so therefore we're burning less calories. So it's kind of this like eat more, move more or eat less, move less thing. And, and the thing going back to what you said, number one in the beginning of all of this is non-stressful movement. So I love, love that. I mean, our message couldn't align yeah. uh, anymore, right? So, okay. The last question that we have that I saw come through and ladies, please feel free. We'll take a couple more after this if you have any, is I had major insomnia. Um, along with night sweats before going on bioidentical hormones. Um, as long as they start wearing off, insomnia comes back. Oh, as soon as I start wearing off, insomnia comes back with a vengeance. What can I do to help with insomnia and sleep? So um, in sleep disturbances are going to be a cortisol issue again. Um, in 90% of people I see, you know, they're, it, it, if I have a client that's perimenopausal, and they're not stressed, they're sleeping fine. They may have other symptoms, but their sleep stays pretty much okay. Um, and there's two different kinds, as you know, um, one of our coaches always tells us, you know, there's the, do you have trouble falling asleep kind of sleep, which is more of a day-night circadian rhythm thing, or is it you fall asleep, wake up, and then can't go back to sleep? The second part is usually what happens in perimenopause. Um, and then, because sometimes we fall into bed exhausted, um, but you can also have that tired wire cortisol that's keeping you up initially. Um, so it all kind of goes back to that. It's the nutrition, the movement, move, 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 walk before you go to bed, do some yoga before you go to bed. Um, if you go in my menopause or macro, menopause macros, uh, Facebook, I posted a sleep strategies thing in there today that has different sleep strategies you can use. Um, and then again, if you're going to go off the, the hormones, you've got to wean yourself off slow. Like if you're doing trochees, you cut them and cut them down smaller and smaller and smaller. Cause your doctor's probably just going to go, okay, you can stop taking them. They don't get what could, they don't care. Right. So ease yourself off. Awesome. That's very helpful. Um, so one more question came through. How, where do we start if you've never done yoga before? Um, and Liz commented on them. I mean, I'm sure you're not like a yoga expert, but there's a ton of online programs. There's a ton of oh, yeah. things you can find that are like Google beginners yoga free online program. There's and I'm so sure much. There's funny. so much stuff on YouTube. Um, I'm a big fan of Ramwad. Um, yep. I've been doing that for like four years now. Um, every time I try something else, I go back to Ramwad. Uh, it's just, it's my jam and, yeah, and breathing. Just if you don't, some people, my husband is not patient for yoga, not even the raw and walk kind. He just can't handle it. I'm like, can you just try some breathing exercises? Um, some guided breathing. You can find guided breathing free on YouTube. There's good ones out there. You don't need to get headspace. You don't have to be a master, um, you know, at meditation or anything. There's, there's things you can do. You have to find what works for you. Everybody does. Some people just read a damn book, turn off everything and read a book. Pretty close to meditation so and yoga. <laughs> so true. Um, and you know, the last thing, you know, thank you so much. This has been amazing yeah, and so helpful. And you know, Liz and I, I, I personally learned a couple things. Um, I'm sure Liz did as well. Um, and once again, we will post her website in the page. Um, 
We will send the replay to those of you that uh, commented replay earlier that couldn't make it. For those of you that did make it, thank you for tuning in. I think we had, you know, over 30 people most of the time, which is okay. awesome. Um, and then we can send you all the information on her. Um, and once more, if you are interested in learning more about the metabolic prehab program that we talked about, um, just to get the body back to a healthy place, which I think so many of us are in and maybe even don't even realize we're in until we start listening to like some of these symptoms and some of the things that we're going through. Um, we want to make sure that you can get on a call with us. Just put me in the comments and Liz and I will reach out and we'll schedule a call. Courtney, is there anything else that you want to share? Um, anything else you want to tell them? No, you know, I, we, we covered a lot. I mean, I miss things cause I'm sitting here going, Oh my God, I could have, should have talked about how you clear estrogen out of your body. Um, but okay. I'll post something on that in a couple of days. You can jump in there and see it. I'll show you how to do that. But, um, in, in keeping with what you guys do with your prehab stuff, I've got, I'm working on a liver, um, not a detox, a reboot. So I have a 30 day liver reboot. I've put four people through it and all four of them lost over 10 pounds in 30 days. And this is not fake weight. We weren't starving them. They actually ate above their calorie range for most of it. So I'm working on stuff like that. And then that just helps you process better. And then I am working on a masterclass for menopause um, with a lot of this stuff, but really fleshed out, like more in depth. I'm actually going to get some doc interviews with some doctors and my naturopath and things like that. So that's coming down the pike. So if you get on my list, you'll get information about that. And I'd appreciate it. I love it. And then I want to hear from you guys too. Like what I look, I creep around sites. I've been creeping around sites during COVID. Like what are people asking about? What are people worried about? What are people scared about? So any more questions? I love them because I'm like, I go learn from that. I'm like, well, that's a weird thing. That didn't happen to me, but it happened to you. Let me go find out about it. So I appreciate any of that feedback. Thank well, you guys for the opportunity. Anything we get. Um, thank you so much, Liz. I'll let you close it out. Oh, I was just going to say, um, ladies, make sure that you connect with Courtney on Facebook, follow her. Um, you know, she provides amazing content. We only have people that we trust and we really, um, respect. And she's in a couple of our mentorship groups. We align with a lot of the education. And so again, I think, um, what you touched on there right at the end, we're going to have to have a sideline conversation about the estrogen, um, detoxification, because that's a large part of, um, some of the things that women experience too. So again, just want to say thank you, ladies, please follow her please connect with her and um, if you have other questions send them to us we'll filter them over to her or you can just message her directly she's always willing um, to talk so thank you ladies and have a wonderful evening thank you guys thank you for spending your time with us we are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life if you've enjoyed this please take a screenshot share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day.